Just the Guys podcast, episode 61, man. Big 6-1. We closing in on 69, you know, the faded episode. You know what I'm saying? We got something in store for you, hopefully. Hopefully, if things check out. Um, Thank y'all for the support, all the milestones, all the love, all the views. Uh, all these videos are starting to get a little bit more uh, likes. Damn. <laughs> Stepped all over the intro. Hey, um, I bet. But of course, man, we got another banger episode, man. But before we get into that, well, actually, I didn't even introduce you guys. Damn, stepping all on this shit. It's your three kings. You're still subtracted one. We don't know where he's at. Well, actually, no, he put a date in the Discord. So maybe we'll we'll see. He had fucking riddle me this, riddle me that face ass. Um, we got Denzel. Your. We got Rod. Yup. And we got myself, Terrell, you know, your usual three of you just tuning in. Hey, man, there's a whole YouTube channel, a whole audio podcast. You feel what I'm saying? You on a road trip, you already know what to do. Plug and play. You feel what I'm saying? And this dog is. All right, man. Mental health <laughs> checks. Denzel, how you been, King? We haven't heard from man. you. You've been, you've been muted. You've been in the fog. How you been? I've been good. I ain't gonna lie, though. Like... I've been like, I ain't gonna lie, I'm going through a ride. I haven't been feeling like gaming for real. I've been mm. chilling. We know. We noticed. I've been chilling. You know what I'm saying? Just chilling. I get home. I watch I watch like a podcast on right now. I'll just be like, play like one, two games of Overwatch. Maybe one game of Fortnite. Get the fuck off. Get the fuck on, you know? So, mm. just in a little chill state. Nothing bad, nothing good. Okay. That's valid. That's valid. He might have something on the side that we don't this know might, about. This might be the changes arc right here. I ain't gonna lie. Well, I'm streaming tonight though, so because uh, you see, you see his shirt, right? He got on an all black shirt, mm-hmm. and it fit him kind of nicely. I don't know. This might be the changes arc for real, bro. I think I think what's happening is that he's seeing a specific text pop up in the Discord. I think he's getting motivated by another individual. We about to see. But he don't realize it. We want the we want the. Oh see. yes, I think I think this gonna be a. Uh, uh, oh shady! Oh, I, know, I know what you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Shady. Yeah. Someone Y'all else was in that hell. in that little that little mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Someone else is in there. Oh shady motivated. as hell. I got it. <laughs> right, right. How you, how you been, King? Hey man, I've been fucking terrible, man. I've been fucking going through it. Um, I don't know. It's mentally, I just. I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. I just haven't been uh, feeling like I, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm equating up to where I should be. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't really been feeling fulfilled lately. But um, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. It's it's weird because I feel like I'm doing everything I'm supposed to, and I'm still like working out and shit. Like I haven't stopped. Uh, to be honest with you, I haven't really felt like gaming either. I'll get on this shit. Maybe watch like something informational. Might might watch me like something on, on working out or uh, instruments because I've been getting back into like my my trombone. I was playing that shit earlier. I'm learning some bangers, but uh, <laughs> nah, like dead ass. Like I learned just 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 off. Of, I was like, what can I learn right now? And I tried to play Die Hard, like by Kendrick, mm-hmm. the intro, and I played that shit, and I was like, bruh. This shit sounds amazing right now. I was like, ain't no way. I wonder if this is on key. So I played the shit. I played it on my um on my JBL speaker. 
and like I just played it at the same time as the song's playing, and it was like on key, like one for one. And I was like, wow, I still got this shit. I still got the sauce. I was like, I wonder if I could play the Pokemon theme song. Started playing that shit, like listening by ear, playing it, and I was like, I still got the sauce. So <laughs> I might be, I might be getting back into the instruments for real. Um, it's gonna be a new, you know, a new, a new hill to climb. And man, Mario was like, Rod plays instruments. He was like, I have a whole new respect for Rod. I was like, <laughs> Mario be into the instruments and the drums and all that shit. So he respects yeah. that. I was like, okay, Rod's your favorite. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Oof. Yes, he is. Yeah, we could tell. Yeah. yeah. That's right. There's yeah, FCT, there. if you know, you know. Hey, man, go check that video out, man. Go check out <laughs> the serial tier list and the FCT video. That shit, the first class trouble. Put out some bangers this past week. Um, as far as myself, bro, I've been stressing mm-hmm. for no reason. Like I've just been stressed. And uh, this man Fabrizio put me on to some fucking ashwagandha. Fucking, uh, I already know motherfuckers be like, that's the sex vitamin. That's the sex supplement. No, bitch, it's for stress and uh, stress reducing and for anxiety too. Uh-huh. It has a bunch of a bunch of health benefits besides that. But he gave me like two like little gummies and I popped them shits and I was like, okay. I forgot about it. And I was like, damn, bro. All that pressure in my chest just went away. I was like, yeah, I need to re-up on some of those. Uh, <laughs> them shits. They're Shout out Walgreens. We sell those. They're supposed to increase like muscle and, and strength and all that. It's like a bunch of benefits to them shits. But the side effect is like you will get bricked up for no fucking reason. Like the slightest thing, you'll just get bricked. Like you a, yeah. a hormonal ass teen, you'll get just bricked. Yeah, but I need, I need about five of those. <laughs> for what, yeah. nigga? About five of <laughs> those. need them for? For real? For all the benefits. You... Okay, but you didn't say that until I said bricked up. <laughs> hey. Yeah. So, so what's really going on? Yeah. Mm. Dissect. Hey man, mm. I'm trying to have that morning wood mm. all the time. What's wrong with that? Is that a well, no, because the blood flow to that shit is just getting all the time. <laughs> I don't think that's healthy at all, to be honest. But now that's actually like really bad. <laughs> we chilling now, man. We seen the Mario movie. We might as well just ease into the Mario movie, I guess. Um, Super Mario Bros. I think it hit a Billy in the box office recently. I think like within the last couple of days, it hit a Billy. And honestly, if you haven't watched that movie, you should go check it out. I know there's not one person on this goddamn planet that has not played fucking Mario. I think Mario has been a part of all of our lives, um, some more than others. But it's a nice fucking movie. It's it's there's a lot of Easter eggs in there. There's a lot of like you'll hear the music and you'll be like, damn, that's the that's the Power Star music, or damn, that's the underground level music. Like when we were in the subway in the beginning. When they first went in, or not the subway, the sewers, there was a sign in the back. It said level one, two. And I was like, bro, that's the fucking underground level. And they were playing yep. the music in the background. I was like, okay. Okay. It was, a, it was a fucking amazing fucking movie. If you really into Mario, it's a great fucking movie. Um, executed perfectly. Hopefully, this opens like a world of like, you know how they have the MCU. Hopefully, we have like a Mario cinematic universe where we get like a bunch of. People are talking about um, having a Smash movie, having all these other characters come in. Uh, if you Mario watch the post credits, Double scene, Dash the movie. Come on, let's make it happen. They had they had, some they had Mario Kart in the movie. They had Mario Kart in there. 
That now, Mario Kart, they hinted at Luigi's Mansion in yep. there too. Yep. There's a bunch of uh, odds. The OG had... Mario was in there, like Jumpman was in yep. there. They was playing it on the arcade. And also, you see him pop up in one of the crowds. I'm not going to say which one. But yeah. There's that movie, that movie was fire. Fans, Luigi's bro. ringtone. The GameCube mm. startup thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ooh. I was like, this is. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they really took it off. They put the detail in there. And then, um, what else was it? Uh, I don't know if anybody peeped this, but when we when we met Donkey Kong, like when he was like, you know, when we met him, yeah, uh, they was playing the DK theme song from the original DK sixty four. That mm-hmm. DK, yeah, Donkey yeah. Kong, let's play that shit. I was like, I was like, hey, the chair, like, yeah, hey, what y'all know about this shit? But yeah, that was and that, some that of was the cool. camera angles are cool too. Like when they first, when uh, Mario and Luigi were first getting to their first job after the commercial. The camera pans back and it's like a 2D angle. So they're running through all this construction site and shit. And it looks like they're playing the first fucking level. And this man slides down the damn pole. And it's like he got to the end of the level. I was like, bro, this shit is cr-. like, I love movies like this that have so much replayability. Cause now I wanna go watch it again and see if I missed some shit. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but this goes to show how good of a franchise Mario is. Like, it transcends so many fucking generations. And if you really peep the movie, like, some of the music they're playing in the background are from, mm-hmm. like, the time where Mario actually came out. Which, I think Mario came out when, like, the 80s, right? The 70s, 80s? 70s, they're playing 80s. A lot, of, a lot of those montages had those fucking, that music from that period in the background. So at first, I was like, why are they playing all this old-ass music? And I'm like, oh, because Mario's an old-ass fucking game. It came out in, like, the 80s. So, of course, they're going to be playing 80s and 70s music. But, honestly speaking, like, Mario might be one of the greatest fucking gaming franchises because of how far it fucking went. That might be a hot take. I ain't going to hold you, but... It is what it is. Our grandparents played Mario. Our parents played Mario. Shit, great grandparents. Damn near. Now you got little kids playing Mario and wanting to go see the Mario movie. So it's like, hey, man. But it's about time since uh, Nintendo did this, though. I ain't gonna hold you. They got so much goddamn money. It's about time they started taking the cinematic approach. They probably got the money to blow on it now. That's probably why they did it. And and of course, it's prospered because that shit hit Italy already. So whatever really? money they put into Bro. it, they definitely got that shit back. And then some, and they're going to get more. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like Mario is just, it probably got to be one of the most influential uh, gaming, what do you call it? Icons. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Just like that whole like the, like franchise like with the, the all the spinoffs. Like you got Smash, you got Mario Kart, you got Mario Party. You got Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Like you got Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario sixty four. Like there's just so Super many Mario different Sunshine. Mario games. Yeah, Super Mario. Sun- it's just there's just so many different spinoffs, and I just feel like it's lasted for generations on generations on generations. And then you got like the not, not to mention the Luigi games, the yeah. Yoshi games, the the Captain Toad's treasure. Uh, he they they alluded towards that too with his yeah, like backpack and all the shit. Yeah. Yep, so I was like, oh shit, it's the Treasure Hunter fit. Like, there's just so much stuff, bro. And honestly, I, we didn't get to see Fireflower Mario. Like, he was not we? in this. No, because every time he had the Fireflower in front of him, someone else got it, or Donkey Kong blew it out. The first time he had the Fireflower. Am I tweaking, or did, didn't both of them have that shit? 
Mm-mm. Mario had the the regular mushroom, and DK had the fire flower. And then we seen the cat Mario, and we seen Tanuki Mario, but we didn't see fire flower Mario. Hmm. We seen tiny Mario when he ate the yeah. fucking blue mushroom. Yeah, I knew too. I was like, this shit finna shrink him, mini me shit, <laughs> and it sure did. Sure enough. And I, I already knew too. I already knew like when it was on this shit, I was like, they finna show Rainbow Road. Like I already knew what time it was. Yeah. I was like, if they're gonna show one track, it has to be Rainbow Road. And then like once they jumped off the shit, I was like, this is the perfect like time for the transition. And what do you know? You see a fucking rainbow. I was like, ah. I fucking knew it, bro. I knew <laughs> it. I was in there like, babe, rainbow road, I bet. I was like tired. She's like, damn, stop fucking hitting me. I was like, <laughs> oh, watch, watch, watch. And that's exactly what the fuck happened. I was so it was so good, man. It was so good. I, I do want to watch it again too. It might be uh they were hinting at Mario Galaxy too, because they were talking about all these other galaxies. I think Peach was saying it. There's all these other galaxies, and then you had the the Luma. Yeah, the Luma. Bitch ass Luma. Luma was Luma was funny as fuck. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> Luma was Luma annoying was funny shit. as hell. Like, yeah, death and despair. <laughs> that shit yeah. was funny as fuck. Seemed happy as hell for it too. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, bro? I didn't know Luma was this dark. Well, I know there's multiple. I didn't think Luma was this dark either. I don't even know what kind of Luma that was because the Luma I remember is just yellow. Like, I don't yeah. remember Luma being like blue and talking shit like that. I, I think there's a red one, there's an orange one. Because I think Rosalina has a bunch of different ones. Oh, the, oh, Paulina was in it too. I just thought about that. Paulina, um, the the news reporter, when mm-hmm. it was like a water, like you know, it was like a water issue in the city. Oh, yeah. You saw that girl, that was that was Paulina. And I was like, oh shit, look at Paulina. I was hoping they would throw like Wario in there somewhere. Maybe they yeah. did, and I just didn't peep, but they definitely had um what's his name? Diddy Kong was in there. And yeah. uh, Donkey Kong's sister was in there too. Yeah, um Dixie. Dixie. Yeah, yeah they was in there. That shit I was peeped lit, that. bro. I like Great I movie. like how they didn't do like the Sonic approach where they put Sonic in the real world with like real people. They had, of course, they had Mario in Brooklyn, but like it was an animated Brooklyn. It wasn't real people. And then, you know, you go to the Mario world and all that shit. So I like, I like their approach. It was real, yeah, bro. Mario. Mario probably would have <laughs> been the end of the movie right there. <laughs> Man, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shock X would have popped out with the glizzy. I'm fucking like, hey, dead, Mario. bro. Bah, bah, bah. Hey, man. I don't know. Let that man. Let that man get a star. <laughs> It'd be over for for his ass. Fucking great movie, man. If you haven't seen it, go check it out, man. We all recommend that shit. Ten out of ten fucking movie. I can't wait to see what they do next. Chef's and case. hopefully, like I said, hopefully they have like a Mario cinematic universe where like all the other characters get introduced. Maybe we'll see fucking Birdo. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely gonna see well, I don't wanna throw out the you know, the yeah. post-credit scene. So, you know, just watch it. Just watch it. There's two post-credit scenes. There's a mid-credit scene where Bowser, and then there's another one at the very, very end. So I missed that one. A lot of us missed that shit because I thought it was just that. I thought it was just fucking Bowser. But, hey, man, all the fucking cast did amazing. By the way, hold on before we move on. The cast did amazing. The voice actors did amazing. Seth Rogen was um Donkey Kong. Jack Black was Bowser. Bowser. Smashed that shit. Usually, like, when I know people's voices... It's like, damn, it kind of like throws me, but Seth Rogen did his shit as fucking uh, Donkey Kong. I'm not going to lie. He had his little laugh in there, you know, the little Seth Rogen laugh. But besides that, I was like, this shit fits. Like, this shit works. They did a great job casting 
uh, the voice actors. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But um, what else happened? Coachella. Let's go to Coachella. Frank motherfucking Ocean with the goddamn disappointment. <laughs> so to sum it up, for people that don't know, I don't think the guys here know the the backstory of Frank Ocean's Coachella sets and all that. The last time Frank Ocean performed at Coachella was 2012. The last time he performed live, period, was six years ago. Um, so this is his first performance back. He was supposed to perf- God damn, he was supposed to perform in 2020, but we all know how 2020 went for Coachella. He was supposed to perform then. So technically, he has a contract with Coachella that he has to perform. Whoop-de-whoop. All right, cool. Fast forward, 2023. Coachella, Frank Ocean's headlining the last set on Sunday. This is this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. And he's the last, he's the closing headliner. So Coachella has a strict curfew that they have to abide by. And if they don't abide by it, they get fined X amount of dollars. Cool, whatever. Frank Ocean's original set design was supposed to have an ice rink. Oh, and in the meantime of uh, Frank not performing at Coachella, in 2020, his brother passed away. I think it was in 2020. So that was another reason why he wasn't going to perform in 2020 because his passing of his brother, his brother was his best friend. Cool, whatever. Not whatever, but RIP to him. You know what I'm saying? We're skipping along. So he was supposed to have an ice rink in his shit, right? In his um, set design. Last minute as fuck, he's like, I don't, want the, I don't want the ice rink no more. So the reason he was an hour and a half late was because they were trying to reorganize the stage for Frank Ocean to like, which I can agree to. I mean, as a creative now, in the space that I'm in now, in the space that the guys are in now, I think we can wholeheartedly agree that once you, like, if we commit to an idea for an, or a video, and then the next day we look at it and we're like, nah, fuck this shit. I don't want to do this shit no more. I have a different vision now. Like, I can understand him doing that, but, like, last minute as fuck, when you had these people train and do all this extra shit to perform with you and then you just scrap it last second it's kind of like but i can understand i can understand where frank's coming from being a creative i do look at some videos and be like god damn bro like (laughs) i'm scrapping this whole shit we started from the fucking top but so it's an hour and a half late already into like we're damn near getting into like curfew hours he comes out he performs six songs um and like he doesn't really perform them like he has the fucking like audio playing in the background you know how some people have when they perform some rappers perform or some singers perform they have the vocals cut so they have just the instrumental and they're singing and they're rapping and doing all that shit frank ocean is just having his audio play in the background and he's just sitting there without the microphone just like ad-libbing his shit and looking into the camera and shit they have a big ass screen at the top too so people can see in the back but like his whole performance, he was like not singing his songs. He was kind of hiding away from the camera so people couldn't see him. But when he started the performance, he was like, he gave like a prequel, like, oh, like me and my brother used to come to Coachella all the time and we'll just love it. He'll have a great time, whatever, whatever. Which if you look at his performance, it kind of makes sense that he was just, it was kind of like an ode to his brother. His mom was there too in the crowd. So it kind of was like an ode to his brother, like him just enjoying the music and not really performing. You get what I'm saying? And then it came out like a couple of days ago that he got injured on a motorcycle riding around the event. So that's why he wasn't really standing and performing that much. But it goes to show like we give rappers 
this past that they don't really have to rap their fucking songs. If you see the, like a lot of the newer rappers performing now, like for example, Jaleel. Jaleel would just have his music playing in the background. He'll rap a couple words and he'll just mosh pit the whole time. Or he'll do the fucking flips and he won't rap the lyrics. And I'm like, damn, like, okay. Like if you look at the OG rappers, there's a clip of Jay-Z that came out that they're playing um some song and he was like, oh, uh, nah, 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 cut it, cut it, cut it. You gotta take the vocals out because if you're gonna play with the vocals, the people should just sit in the car. Like, they don't, they, why are they here? They're here to hear me rap it. You feel what I'm saying? Not hear the music and me rapping over my own lyrics, my own vocals. So, but it just goes to show, like, we give them a pass, but like, well, it makes sense because Frank Ocean is a singer. So, you wanna hear him sing, which he did. He sung some of his songs, but he sung like remixes of his, his songs and shit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, a lot of people can see the artistic approach in it. I kind of just see like, all right, he's really like banking off this. I'm a unicorn in the music industry. It's kind of like the bad side of what Kendrick did. Disappearing for a couple of years and then coming back out, but then not meeting Giving the expectation. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of playing off the fact that you just come and go in the music industry as you please and drop whenever. Not to shit on Frank Ocean, but like, I respect him as an artist. Frank Ocean is an amazing artist. I love the way he moves with like what he did with his deal with um his last major label deal, how he finessed out of that, got 20 mil, came up and dropped Blonde. And Blonde was an amazing album too. I kind of gotta go back and do my research. There's some takeaways I have for Blonde, but Frank Ocean's amazing artist. Him and Tyler Creator, great artists, but like that performance, we can all agree on that shit was lackluster as fuck. But um Given the details I gave you guys, I know you guys haven't seen the fucking performance, but I kind of recapped it. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you guys think? Do you think we should give them a pass? Because a lot of the rappers are doing that shit now where they're just rapping with their vocals, playing like I can just plug my phone into the DJ set and play a Jaleel song and he'll just be up there just dancing and shit. And no, because cool. he's not a fucking rapper. Like you said, he's a singer, so I think it's different for them. Like, I think it... Like, uh, mm, I think if, if it's a, a song where it's like, just like, you know, like a typical Jaleel song where it's really just a beat and it's about like the melody and him like turning up, then of course, like it makes sense for Jaleel to want to get the crowd hype to flip into the crowd. Cause that's what he's known for. That's literally how he got big. Like being on TikTok, duetting somebody's shit and saying like, you just got Jaleel, like ripping his t-shirt and doing a fucking backflip. So it's like they want to see him be crazy on stage. They want to see him be uh, hyper and energetic and just like charismatic and turn up and flip off things. And and like like nobody listens to Jaleel because it's like, oh, he does. His flow is insane. Like they listen to it because it's unique and it's hype and fun music. So that's yeah. like the aura that he brings. Right. I haven't really listened to Frank Ocean at all since I was like in high school, which was like 10 shit 15 years ago damn near that's like the last time i listened to uh, um a frank ocean song it was like it was like 2012 or 2013 i want to say and i haven't listened to him since then i haven't listened to blonde at all sometimes i'll (laughs) sometimes i'll I'll hear like tracks that people play you know what i mean i'm not saying that he's bad or anything it's just that the music was just really slow and when i was coming up i didn't like really slow music i like melodic music but not really slow music so as far as like his performances, since he's like a singer, like R and B type, mm-hmm. I think it would make more sense to want to hear him live, like see him live. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
to to see like the vocal gymnastics and like to see the talent firsthand. And if not, then if you're not gonna do that, then maybe you could do something like maybe sing, like harmonize with your song. You know, like you don't have to necessarily yeah. sing it exactly how like how the song is. You can give it a whole nother spin on it, like a live spin, something like that. Like when uh the baby was a uh, I don't know what performance that was, but when him and Roddy Rich perform um, what's that song called? Rockstar. That song that was like everywhere. Yeah, whatever that shit's called. Rockstar, Rockstar. Yeah, and he did like the little um, like his little uh interlude in the beginning where he's talking about like uh like the police brutality and shit like that, mm-hmm. like stuff like that is is interesting because that was the first time we saw it. And I think it was a remix. Now it's a remix, but at first he just did it on stage. Amina did the same thing, like he talked about like you know the issues in our community and shit and the issues that we have like with the the police and and just like our stereotypes, and he was talking about that in his performance like if you're gonna do something like like it's a performance so you need to perform like you're not just walking around you shouldn't just be walking around vibing to the music yeah i mean i understand if you if you injured you know i understand if like maybe you have some bad memories but i mean you had a lot of time to deal with that and i I just feel like that you can't you have to give the people that that support you something but you can't be like that selfish with it you know what i mean yeah so that's just my take on it they were lined up since like 10 a.m. Motherfucker didn't perform until like night. It was dark as shit out there. He was performing. Motherfuckers are out there waiting for Frank Ocean since like 10 a.m. Wow. That's and insane. Like, a lot of the fans are mad. Like you waited six years to see your favorite artist again. And he gives you this mid-ass fucking performance. That's like if Kendrick. That's, I mean, the same thing happened with Kendrick, though. When people drop, when Damn came out, motherfuckers were like, no, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, he's gonna drop a different album tomorrow, mm-hmm. or the next day. You feel what I'm saying? Like, people didn't appreciate Damn up front. People didn't appreciate Mr. Morale up front. Like, I love I think them. I think that's like us. That's our fault as fans, though. Like, we put these artists at such a high pedestal. So, like, when they're missing in action for so long, you're like, damn, they're gonna drop like the greatest thing. And it's like they could drop anything that isn't towards your liking and you think they fell off or you think, you know what I'm saying? Like we have such high standards for these artists when they go missing that anything they drop that's any sort of lackluster, you're going to be like, nah, this is ass. Like they fell off, whatever. You get what I'm saying? Like if Kendrick came out and dropped a mid-ass fucking album, we would have been like, damn, like this shit. Or something that wasn't to our liking. Something that wasn't like to Pimp a Butterfly or Good Kid, Mad City. I feel like that's our issue. We kind of relate things to like their previous projects, and it's like they gotta evolve. So when Drake dropped, honestly, never mind. Like I went through, honestly speaking, I was making a playlist the other day, and I was going through like all the artists. I was trying to make like a reggae dance hall Spanish fucking uh, house music fucking mm-hmm. playlist. This alternative shit, and I was going through, and I'm like, okay, Drake has this song, this song, this song. Okay, I could take all of these, and I went to Kendrick's, and I'm like. Kendrick only has like straight like rap songs. Like he doesn't have anything that's out of the box, like dance holly or like none of that. And I went to J. Cole, same shit. I was like, nothing really like dance holly, reggae, like nothing that's out of the hip hop category. And I was like, damn, like, does this take away from them as artists? Like as artists, not rappers, but like as artists, as appealing to a mass group of people. Does this take away from that? And I'm like, Low key, it kind of does. Like, if you just don't really care for rap, like them not making other songs, it's kind of like 
Uh, but I don't see Kendrick or J. Cole stepping out of that box. I feel like they're locked mm-hmm. into that box. Like rap, rapidly rap, rap, backpack rap mm-hmm. type shit. <laughs> I don't see them making, I think it'll be weird for Kendrick to drop a dance hall song now or a reggae song or a house music song. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that'd be weird. Same thing with J. Cole. I thought yeah. it would just be weird. Shit is weird for Drake. At first, mm-hmm. people were like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Why is he rapping with his accent? <laughs> yeah, like, what, what is this kind of music? Like, why is he, like, this is not what he does. So, I mean, the people that it appealed to in the beginning, I, I think you still, like, that's just their style. Now, I think um, Kendrick definitely dropped, like, music that was outside of the ordinary as far as, like, the music that he normally drops. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, some of it was poetic. You got songs like Crown Me, I think it's called, or Crown. Whatever that shit's called. Crown, yeah. Yeah, Crown, and then you have a song like Die Hard, and then you have a song like Silent Hill, and you have a yeah. song like N95. So it's like it's like all in different ranges. Cause like I would argue that Die Hard is kinda like a like a kinda like a dancey, kinda like upbeat, like you kinda just vibe to it. I'm pretty sure I, I would consider it like pop, like poppy. That's mm-hmm. a definitely a radio. Maybe. That was supposed to be like a radio hit for sure. Like, yeah, just I mean, song. just like in the performance, like the way that he performed the song, like it was mm-hmm. like four girls in like these, like luscious robes, and they were like red and white, and they were just like walking down. It was hitting like the smutty dance. It was walking like this to the beat, just hitting that shit. Uh, uh, it was just hitting that shit, and then everybody in the crowd was like, "Hey, hey, hey!" And then like you have Silent Hill, and I feel like Silent Hill is still like not something that he normally does like the way he was rapping in it mm-hmm. it's kind of just like a playful like you know pick my daughter up like just like a whatever yeah. kind of rap you know what i'm saying and then he just let kodak shine so i mean i feel like the only songs that are typical of him well, i'm not gonna say only because there's a lot of them but it's like um uh uh count me out um in 95 uh the the first song united in grief like shit like that where he was really just like spitting it was just poetry like he's just rapping savior you have um that song at the end with tanner hill i forgot what that shit's called but yeah i mean i and i totally understand what you mean now j cole definitely well nah the majority of his shit is still like rappy rap but like then when he did like start nah because he didn't really have nothing that's like you could just like dance to like something like something somebody wants to do to like to hit them folks or fucking stiff hips to like he don't have no yeah. shit that that is like that. Uh, so, I mean, I mean is cool. it the, I wonder if it's the same thing with the the underground scene, Denzel. Is it the same shit? Like these underground artists stick to one sound, one unique sound, or they try to mm, most uh most change after a couple years, but like. Like Gula Belly, for instance, um, Ron know who that is. Uh, he's a rapper that I listen to. But Pete Gool, in my opinion, was when he was Gool. When he was Gool, when he was Gool. Lish, when he was to Gula Belly, like he just switched to something else entirely. Like he's not, it's not like the same shit. But his some of his new shit does capture that old school Gool. I think he's going back to his old sound because I think he's finally realizing. I don't know why it took him this long that his old shit, the old way he was rapping was getting him views and clout like that shit was that that was his shit that that's why i was like yo what he dropping and that was the case but like he's still doing that screaming metal i ain't gonna say bullshit because people some people like that shit i ain't gonna call no bullshit. i mean if it's bullshit do you say that the fuck um but yeah stay how you feel man 
Yeah. For real. That's one. X kind of did the same thing, but X never returned back to how he used to rap. So, like, he lost me. I let the world have him. I sent him off to the streets. Like, you got it, X. God damn. Let, let the masses have you. I but, never uh, like when X sang, bro. Like, that shit would piss me off. <laughs> Cause it's like it, it like his 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 singing would be like it would be like garble like he'd be like oh like he would he would he would he would just take his voice and just like make just sounds like I think the only song he had that was good when he sang yeah I think the only song that he had that was like good where he sang to me was um was was uh what's that song called the question mark song I'm talking about. Then who am I? Someone that's afraid to let sad. go. Oh, sad. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. That's on that album. Yeah. yeah, sad. I feel like it's the only song that I like that he was singing. But like during the hook, like like it's good. But once he goes into the chorus, the chorus was kind of mid. I'm not gonna lie. It was <laughs> it was weak. I fuck with sad. I mean, the song's not bad, but like. What the fuck are you doing singing on, on this Saturday and shit like that? What happened to Sympathy in your hood? What the fuck is up? What I'm happened dead. to that? Yeah, I mean, like, this is a way to do it. You know what I'm saying? That's a way to I was change. really eager to see, like, where the fuck X was going to go next. Like, like I wanted to lie. see his artistry, like, transcend. I feel like out of all the underground artists that came up with him, X had the most potential out of everybody. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, we know that. Lie, I think 21 Savage low-key got X's wave. I think X would really? probably be above Twenty One Savage now if he was still alive. I think so. I was just thinking about that because I think Twenty One he improved so much. Like, I wanted to listen to him and be like, "Why the fuck are y'all like banging y'all heads to this weak ass fucking music?" I said this on a different episode, but that shit was weak, bro. It, it was like, "No Heart is not fucking hard." That song is ass. It's mid as shit. It's mid at best. That shit is not live. Like. The peak at his at his improvement, like the turning point in his, in his career, it has to be when Bank Account came out. When he dropped Bank Account, that song is still fire today. Like to this day, <laughs> Bank Account is still fire. Like, I still listen to I Got One, Two, Three, Four, or like Shooters Ready to Gun You Down. Don't don't say it, Denzel. I know what you're thinking, but don't say it. Anyway, when I heard that, I, I was like, like this shit is fire. Like it's it's still good to me. It's it, it's still good. I'll never get tired of that. And then he dropped X with with uh, Future, and he was just taking off. Like then he was like he was growing. Like his music was getting a lot better, in my opinion. Now I feel like X probably would have had that that uh momentum a lot earlier than he did. But I mean, it just is what it is. Do y'all think that um Uzi's in the box, or do you think he kind of does things differently? Um. That's a great fucking question. I feel like Uzi did kind of box himself in though. Like I know he's he's trying to do like the whole like let me drop I just want to rock and let me drop all these. I mean, that snippet came out for uh at the gates with with Drake. That shit's a step in the right direction, but like mm-hmm. that pink and what was it? The red and white mixtape he dropped. I didn't like that shit. The red plus white, I didn't like that shit. There's only um, one good song on there and it's for fun. I don't know if you know that song. Yeah, that's the only good song on that shit. Everything else was trash. The other three tracks was they were weak. I'm not gonna hold you. I feel like with Uzi, like, cause he did have that hiatus too, where he just didn't between what um, Love Is Rage two and Eternal Take. Mm -hmm. Eternal Take wasn't even that good either. Yeah, it was okay. I don't know. know. Like Uzi kind of did just box him up, 
box himself in in that one sound, and now people just want to hear the next fucking whatever EXO Toro Life, whatever got him on. Like people want to hear music like that. Like just yeah. I just want to rock though was was lit. People are comparing, calling that the the Philly national anthem or whatever the fuck they talking about is uh dreams and nightmares better than I just want to rock. And it's like, Whoa, those are two different fucking two different songs. Like, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it it is standard to Philly, like the music he's producing now, like the hip dance shit. Like that's, that's Philly shit. So he's not, it's not like he's straying far away from, you know, where he comes from, but like, I don't know. We'll see. I just want to rock is 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 cool, even yeah. though it only says like three three lines. Like the fucking beat carries the fuck out of him. But yeah, I want to know what's on the rise though. What's really on the rise? What that came from SoundCloud. That's on the rise. Uh, fucking Detroit, Detroit music, Detroit scam music. Detroit music. That shit is starting to bust, bust his way in. It's it's starting to get in, bro. The producer. <laughs> Not Glorilla, that's not, nah, that's not, yeah, that's not even the same type of sound, Where the bro. fuck, where the fuck is he You ever heard of bro? RX Poppy? You ever heard of him? No? Probably not. No. You will, you will in a couple years. You will I hope not. Years. Yeah, y'all will. <laughs> like how X was? It's another one. It's another one. Let's it's see about one. that. It's gonna, Let's like, like he's heading a charge on that, like. And that whole sound is like making its way through, like you know, SoundCloud. But at this point, like it's gonna, it's only a matter of time for it breaks in the mainstream. And then get head in that charge is RX Poppy, like he's like or RX Rock Nation, like both of those two people, Let's like see. they they like at the mm. top of that shit. You said his but, name is RX Rock Nation. Can he even have that name? Yeah, that's a lawsuit. Some people, some, some people can, but um, it, it's a SoundCloud shit. But RX Poppy is like the the head honcho though. Mm. Yeah, he that that man got the Detroit shit down. Like that man be all off beat. The beats be hitting though. Beats be hitting, but he be all off beat. He has a Detroit sound, but he was born in New York. Mm. Mm. Hey man, in other people's waves, huh? (laughs) Hey, I wanted to say this real quick. He did it the best. Like, like that's the thing. He did it the best. It's like niggas in Detroit, man. That's a lot of niggas in the chat, like. You're not from Detroit, what the band? I was like, I mean, niggas in Detroit ain't putting out numbers like him, so obviously. ASAP did the same thing. He took the Houston sound and brought it to New York and whatever. Yeah, because niggas talking about this some New York shit. Like, nigga, that's Houston. ASAP <laughs> yeah. Rocky just brought it up yeah. there. That's true. Hey, man, I feel like. I feel like all artists, like their fan base, supports them because they have like a, a specific sound, though. Like, nobody listens to Travis and says, Damn, when is nigga gonna drop a pop song? You know what I'm saying? Like, Travis got a a, a particular sound. I think there's only a few artists that kind of just like bounce from different sounds and they just don't really care, or like not that they don't really care, they just like to have fun with their music. And I think Jaleel's one of them. Um, I think DC the Don is another, even though he's like underground. He does a lot. Sometimes he'll rap like like hard, like just on hard aggressive ass beats with kick, and then sometimes he'll sing and he'll sound like Trippy Red. I think Juice World was one of them for sure, because Juice World would like sometimes he'd be on like X or Ski Mask type of timing, and sometimes he'll be like heavy with lyricism and flow, and sometimes he'll freestyle, sometimes he'll sing, and so I think he's one of those. Thug is definitely another one of those. Like he's a lot of different sounds on like Slime Life. Uh, Is that two? I don't remember. And then even on the um the newest album, 
not the newest one because the newest one is punk but the one before that that had like all the ysl members on it yeah. <laughs> they got them locked up what's lime uh, language yes yeah, three. three i think it's three i think it's three yeah because that's the one that got ski on it and it, it also has like slatty on it slatty is the first track and they got get fucked up on there with um what's dude name that did uh um god damn i be forgetting names real but check west there you go it got Sheck West on it. I don't listen to him at all, by the way. Sheck West <laughs> fell the fuck off. <laughs> After Mo Bamba, fell the fuck off. Yeah. He was on stick. He was on stick. That was rare. I don't know how the fuck they got Sheck West on there. I don't know where the fuck they found him at because <laughs> Travis kind of just dropped him off. <laughs> Travis took Don Tolliver and ran with it. And Don Tolliver is like a, arguably like a more melodic Travis Scott. I'm not going to lie. More sing-songy Travis mm-hmm. Scott. He does it a little bit better. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of prefer Don Toller over Travis. I like Travis rapping without the auto tune. That's my the Travis I like. That's the birds mm. in the trap, Travis. Before he had all birds that heavy ass auto tune. Yep, birds <laughs> in the trap, Travis. That's my favorite album from Travis. I was spinning the fuck out of that shit. I forgot when that came. I think that came out like 2016. I was spinning that bitch. Damn. On rotation, every song, no skips. <laughs> I was late. I was late to the Travis wave. I just. I'm not gonna say I just now started liking him because I had songs like Wake Up in the Past. I had uh, Yosemite. I had certain stuff on my phone, but I'm just now starting to appreciate his sound. But I like songs like Astro Thunder, like Five Percent Ten. I like that sound. That kind of like really chill, like not doing too much melodic yeah. sound. I like his sound in um that one song Trance on the Metro Woman album. Mm-hmm. Trance. He has a, uh, another song. I think it's called Umbrella. Or raindrop. It's called raindrop, and I like I like that kind of sound from Travis, and I think I think he's he's really unique with because I feel like nobody's really doing that, mm. but um yeah I mean it's just like the the baby effect you know you hear songs all the time and it's just like oh it sounds the same when it's really just like that's just how the rapper raps that's just how they flow it's not yeah. the same kind of music at all it's just rapping like you know really fast and on beat literally the same thing keep on sounding um. Pretty much the same at every song, just the beats. Vaughn. The beats carry. Vaughn. But like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a grip. That's a rock. That's Vaughn yeah. flow. Like, Do that on the camera. Put your mask on. Vaughn. This is that nigga sound. But nobody, nobody it, can yeah. talk about. Like, you can't talk about the baby without, like, like it just gloss over Vaughn. Like, Vaughn, like, this one. Like, you did the exact same Same thing. shit. Yes. <laughs> I listened to um Don't Play That. Cause, like, bruh. Though, this is probably the most country, like, white dude I know. This man, Ben, bro. This man, Ben, has blue eyes. Like, he's got, like, dirty blonde hair. He's always surfing and fishing and shit. Like, he got a Jeep with a big-ass fishing pole in that shit. He's a fishing license, lifetime license. He's like, yo, can I play a song, bro? And I was like, sure. <laughs> I gave him my phone. He played that. He played Don't Play That, bro. He played that and I heard the dun, 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 dun. I was like, okay, this shit kind of smooth. And then Vaughn came on. I don't uh, play that. Uh, I watched my hands with that AJ. I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, what you know about this shit? <laughs> but listening to that song, I was thinking like, man, this flow is kind of hard. Then I listened to, uh, oh my gosh, Still Trapping with Dirk and Vaughn. And I was like, this nigga rapped the same in this song too. And I think I listened to one other song. It was like a snippet. And I was like, this nigga sounds the same in every song. <laughs> Every single track is rapping the same. I wouldn't be surprised if we were saying the same thing. I'm dead. 
But he yeah, dope, like, like he dope, but it's just like the overall flow is like the same in every all of Vaughn shit. Like that's just how that, he he actually took it and ran with it. But it's just like because everybody you know got got uh, Vaughn. They ain't gonna say that. This is gonna be like, nah, he was a legend. He was a goat. That nigga can rap though. He can rap, but it's just he had the same flow. Like get off the we baby. Throw that, we throw that term out a little too frequently for what? these rappers. They're the goat. They're legends. It's like hold on now. <laughs> Hold on now. Yeah. Hey. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what's his name? Um, the no jumper guy. Adam Twenty Two. He was like, yeah, mm-hmm. X is uh arguably like Tupac. I'm like, whoa. Hold on now. Yeah, that's I'm, little, I'm with you. Terrell. That's a little yeah, much. Like, don't disrespect. That is a like little that. much. Relax. That bro. is a little much. I fuck with X. I, too. I fuck with X heavy, but he is not Tupac. I'm sorry. I understand Pac. he had like you know what I'm saying an influence a cult following but he was not like Pac. Hold on. Now. Yeah, relax. relax. <laughs> chill out. Chill out. But um, to switch. Wait, we could. A little, wait, hold on, real quick before we switch. Can we say that same thing for the older rappers though? Like, isn't what, that just a new legend? thing? No, it's it's a new thing to have a unique sound all the time or to try different things because the older rappers they pretty much had a niche and they stuck to it too. Like, yeah. The Pox, Nas, shit, 50 Cent. I mean, 50 always always kind of made, like, bouncy music. Never in, like, hard rap. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, like, The Game, Lil Wayne, really. I mean, nah, Wayne definitely experimented. He experimented yeah, his yeah, ass yeah. off. Yeah. But yeah, he experimented his ass off. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the hip-hop, like, the legends, as we would call them. I can't really think of my, 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 my Mount Rushmore right now. But, like, Big E, Pac, Snoop Dogg. Like the trade, all that, all those sounds, I feel like it's similar. They always rap similarly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's really like lyricism and wordplay and um, really just making things stretch to fit, like things that don't really rhyme, making it rhyme, being clever with your words. Pac usually had a message. You know what I'm saying? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say he was as good of a rapper as like Biggie or something like that. But his music, like, I feel like it could be played anywhere. It was like radio bops for real. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I feel so, like Pac, Pac didn't, and Pac and Biggie didn't have the opportunity to have their sound evolve. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they just got cut short. But Jay, yeah. Jay kind of evolved. Jay Z doesn't rap mm-hmm. the same as he rapped before. Not Nas, at all. I haven't, I haven't heard of Nas project. Me, me nah, either. Right, no, Nas made a banger like last year. Like he made a he made a song in New York. It was with uh, all of the young. Um, he made one with uh, what's his name, Fabio Foreign, and somebody else. He made one with Fabio and uh, who the fuck else? It was some other, some other dudes. ASAP Ferg, nah, ASAP Ferg. It was ASAP Ferg was in the, in that bitch too. The fuck is the name of that song? Damn, that's Shit. tough. I know I he know. was nominated for a Grammy recently for his album. Like his album has been Grammy. I'm on a computer. Yeah, look it up. Look Grammy it up. nominated. Yeah, that shit. He did a song with ASAP Ferg and Fabio Foreign, and it was somebody else. And it was ASAP like Ferg. Go ahead, go ahead. My bad. It's like the video had like cars in it, so you see cars. Spicy. Yeah. They said for five year foreign. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that shit. Was this hard. nigga got blue. This he is man has dark cyan hair. They said for bro. <laughs> Yeah. That <laughs> hey, that man can him rap Rocky, too. I like, I like his sound. Him and Rocky were like the only. Him, Rocky, and Yams were just the only three to come <laughs> yeah. out of ASAP. Everybody else, we don't give a fuck. Bari made V Lone, and then he had allegations thrown at him, and now nobody gives a fuck about him. So, true. Hey, man. 
Um, to switch gears, I don't even know where we're switching now. I don't want to make it heavy music topic. I'm running out of time, low key. All right, let's talk about the Florida gas situation real quick, just to set some light for our Florida listeners, and then we'll get into the what would you do's, and then we'll just wrap that for uh, Bro, I woke up this morning. Actually, fuck waking up. After I got off last night, Terrell, I did not go to sleep. I was supposed to leave at like two thirty, three o'clock to go get some gas because I was mm-hmm. getting close to eat. But I ended up staying up because I was like watching a whole bunch of shit on fighting and like UFC and the one league. And it was like five o'clock and I was like, bro, I'm not finna no, bro. People are starting to wake up. Let me go get some gas. So I was like, I pulled up to the gas station that's like right across the street from us. And I was like, bro, is this shit that easy? There's no bags on the pumps. There's only two cars there. I was like, bro, I'm just a fucking genius. Like, I'm really gifted. I was like, thank you, God, because I'm gifted as fuck. I put my card in. I started putting in my membership number. You know what I'm saying? This lady walked by with her son. I see she's holding like a red canister. I was like, well, first of all, why the fuck are you hogging all the gas? Second of all, the lady's talking to me. She's like, is there gas in that one? So then it clicked in my head. I was like, wait, there might not be gas in here. And I was like, shit, I don't know. I'm going to find out. And she kind of like chuckled. And I was, she's like, okay. So then I'm like, all right. I took the shit out. I put it in my car. The lever's is doing this. I'm just pulling the lever. Nothing's happening. I'm like... Oh, Damn. hell no. Nah. So then I put it back. I turned it off. I clicked cancel. I was like, fuck it. I went down the street. I went to the Cumberland because Cumberland was supposed to have gas. Brittany said they had gas yesterday. That shit did not have gas. There's bags and caution tape everywhere. Went down the street to the 7-Eleven. No gas. There's bags everywhere. Went down the street. Chevron. Bags on that bitch. And I was like, all right. I went back to the mobile because I saw more cars there at the actual station. So I was like, okay, they might have gas now. Nothing. So... This was like maybe in a matter of 10 minutes. Then I, I decided to make the right out of the mobile, go down the street to the Wawa. And I was like, Wawa should have gas. Because nobody be getting gas from fucking Wawa. So I was like, Wawa yeah. have gas. So as I'm getting to the like, intersection, Wawa's on my left. There's another gas station. There's another mobile on my right. I see people at the mobile. So I was like, the mobile got to have gas. Because there's like a lady standing at the pump. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. she wouldn't be standing out there like a goofy if there was no gas coming out of the actual like canister. So yeah. I mean, not the canister, the uh, the gun, the pump, whatever. So I decided to go to Wawa, right? And I see a whole bunch of people. I see this dude bending over, breaking his fucking back with the canister, trying to untie it, like un- unscrew it and <laughs> put the pump in there. So I was like, oh, yeah, there's gas here. So I get out casually. Two people pull up behind me. I get out. Hit my little stretch. I was like, oh, that shit only took 15 minutes. I mean, sure, my gas light came on, but it only took me 15 minutes. So I'm there. I did my little number. I'm just leaning against the car, like just leaning like this. Chilling, and I'm just looking around, looking at everybody. I'm just relaxing. I'm like, ah, I'm about to get this gas and go home and go to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, it, it wasn't that bad. But I know people that have like really been in traffic for some fucking gas. Like I've seen 10, it. 12 cars. Nah, bro. Not That's me. dead. So what's going me on with the mean, gas down there? I mean, all right. I'll, I'll break down the situation before I get into my story. So recently... We've had these crazy ass, like random ass storms that just bring a bunch of fucking rain. So a lot of like, thankfully down here we didn't flood, but like north, like Fort Lauderdale and up, flooded. The fucking airport was flooded to the point where they had to close the airport. Motherfuckers could not fly in. There was water in the airport on the runway. That shit like a fucking ocean. So what happened was the flooding got so bad to where they were getting the gas. Like they were refuel the tank, the tankers. That area got flooded to the point where they couldn't go and get gas. So there was low key like a gas shortage here. 
And that's ended up, that's what happened. Now I think the flooding kind of stopped. It hasn't been raining that much down here. Mm-hmm. I don't know about where, where Rod is at, but down here it's been sunny as fuck, hot as shit. Sun's out, not a cloud in the goddamn sky right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what happened pretty much. But the effects, we're still feeling the effects now, which is crazy because the rain kind of stopped a couple of days ago. I mean, mm-hmm. it was raining like crazy like the other night, like 3 a.m. type shit. Fuck it, I thought the roof was about to come off this bitch. But my fucking shit happened like a little bit after the rain started. Like I had got home. I was like, all right, I had like 50 miles. I was going home. I'm like, I'll, I'll just get gas. In my head, I was like, I'll get gas by the house because it makes more fucking sense. I wouldn't, I want I don't want to get gas up here by the mall because whatever. Like, whatever. I was like, fine, I'll just get it by the house. Live right next to the seven fucking eleven. So whoop-de-woo, I get down here at like 40 miles to my tank. No, 30. I have 30 when I got down here. I was like, all right, I'm good. Cool. Go to the 7-Eleven. I just see bags everywhere. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, all right, I'll go down the street to the Circle K. Not my favorite, but I'll go to the Circle K. Went to the Circle K, bags. I was like, bruh. At this point, my car doesn't even say like half, like however many miles left. That shit just says low. That shit just says low. I'm like, oh, hell no. We about to run out of gas. I was like, bro, do I go home? I had to open in the morning. I do not want to get gas in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to go to the fucking ratchet-ass, hood-ass 7-Eleven that's down the street from my house, which is crazy because it's night and day. Like, you can go to this 7-Eleven. I can go to this 7-Eleven right here next to my house at any point in the day, any point Mm -hmm. at night, and I'll feel safe. Mm -hmm. I go to the one down there when the sun is setting. I'm like, nah, this shit's sketchy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I pulled up there. There was hella cars there. I didn't have to wait in no line. Pulled up. I was like, I'm out pumping my shit. I hear this homeless man tweaking. And I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, all right, bro. Keep your composure. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not new to this. I've been in the 7-Eleven before. I've been inside the 7-Eleven before. Me too. Funny of times. Not, I'm not new to this shit. <sighs> Just keep your composure. Don't make no eye contact. We good. You feel what I'm saying? Just make sure you know what the fuck is going on around you. You feel what I'm saying? Just like that. Head on a swivel. Pump my shit. I'm like, I'm not even gonna fill this bitch up. I'm just, I want to get out of here, bro. I have fucking people looking at me. I'm like, yeah, let me get up out of here. But there's like a bunch of like Hispanic people around me. Like that area is not just, you know, the hood. You feel what I'm saying? Like there's white mm-hmm. people there, Hispanic people there. But I was just like, bro, I just hate going to that 7 Eleven. Of course, that's the one that has gas, not the, you know, the Waterstone, your neighborhood yeah. friendly 7 Eleven. I had to go down here to get gas, but. And it's just down the street, and it's, it's, it's so just, much. It's, it is it's night and day. day. It's so much it's more different. The intersection day. just is so much safer. Like I rather walk to that one in the dark, like then yeah. go to that one. It's just like the one on one thirty seventh and Moody is just like God damn. What yeah. the fuck? What the fuck is going <laughs> on out here? It's potholes it's every so, goddamn where. It's so crazy how night and day it really is, though. Like it's like a fucking invisible line that just cuts it out. And yeah. it's like, bro, but not to say that this one doesn't have like. It's problems too, because I've definitely been in there and they called the cops on some homeless people and they showed up in like three minutes. I was like, Yeah, that's how you know we in that that area, that right area, because oh that had been the other one down there. That showed it took 30 minutes. Motherfuckers <laughs> would have ran out with half the 7 Eleven before they fucking squish mellow just nutted, bro. I gotta I gotta clean this shit up. <laughs> this shit just nutted, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'll I'll be right back. <laughs> Y'all can get. Fuck? I can get started. It's a, a squish What the hell? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> what the fuck? 
Hey, man. If you made it to this part of the of the podcast, then we echo it and and raw shit. If you made it this far, drop some raindrops in the in the comment section so we know. Because <laughs> this man has something going on over there. I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, I made that a TikTok for sure. Um, what else was I gonna say? Oh, the fucking. All right, so the situation with the gas is still going on. It happened as of yesterday. Still, like me and Khalil were out. We went to watch the Super Mario movie. I was like, cool, whatever. I'm like, bro, I want raising canes. Like, we didn't eat nothing in the movie theater because we're kind of late. And I was like, I don't want to get no damn snacks and then sit there and miss part of the movie. So I was like, fuck it, whatever. We'll eat after. So boom, the Raising Canes down here is next to a fucking gas station. And there's like three entrances. There's only three entrances to this Raising Canes. And the fucking gas station shares those same entrances. So we go there. I'm like, Khalil, there's a fucking line. I'm like, is Raising Canes even open, first of all? I'm looking at Raising Canes. I'm driving. I'm like, Raising Canes looks kind of dark. Khalil's like, no, there's a car in the driveway. I was like... Or in the drive-thru, I was like, oh, you're right, there is. And I'm looking, I'm like, this line of cars goes around the fucking shopping center. I'm like, bro, I'm all right. Let me see if I can finesse. There's another fucking entrance. Bro, that whole shopping center was clogged the fuck up for this fucking one little ass gas station. I was like, Khalil. Khalil was like, why don't we just get out and walk? I was like, Khalil, I don't want to walk in there, bro. You know how many people are probably just walking into this Raising Cane's? For the drive through to be empty, motherfuckers have to be walking into this shit still. I was like, I don't want to wait in no fucking line. This right. I want to like wait in a line for real. Like the drive through was empty, but there was no way for me to get in there. And like that gas station was full. This gas station again, the 7-Eleven, full. Circle K down the street, full. Chevron. Full. I'm like, God damn, y'all motherfuckers really need gas like that? Like shit. I was like, I was like, look at these fat ass motherfuckers won't let me get in fucking line for my goddamn uh raising canes, bro. Like, they got this shit back the fuck up for some fucking gas. Had to settle for fucking McDonald's, and then they fucked up the order. We didn't realize till we got home. Like, Khalil's like, ain't no way they messed up my order. <laughs> we were waiting for fifteen minutes out there. Ain't no way they messed up my order. I was like, we the whole time they forgot this man's nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm about to starve." I was, like, I was like, "Bro, we just can't catch no fucking break, bro. Can't get raising canes. Tried to stall for some time to go oh. to this new Target that's down here. Like, let's look around the Target. Maybe the line would die down. Went through that. That Target was nice as shit. Went through that Target. Came back out. The line was still there. I was like, "Bro, we just gotta get fucking McDonald's, bro." Whole time, like, there's lines. Said, oh yeah, I'm about to starve. <laughs> <laughs> about to start. I was like, I feel so bad. I was like, you want the rest of my fries, bro? Because <laughs> I'm good. But yeah, man. Hopefully this shit gets fixed soon because I'm reapproaching that E again and I don't want to go fill up gas. Like, I'm at like a, a little bit over a quarter tank, which is like the next couple of days. But I'm not trying to wait in no goddamn line for no fucking gas. That shit would piss me off, bro. Hey, just go early in the morning, bro. Go <laughs> I might have to go at like 6 a.m. type shit. Wake up at the yeah. crack of dawn, get in that bitch. Actually, no, because then like the school traffic will be there. Yeah. I'll go in the middle of the night. Yeah. Middle of the night. Go at like 2 30, 3 o'clock. It's like 4, 5. It's like when people start waking up. Like everybody's yeah. sleeping at like 2, 3, 
You know what I'm saying? So I would go yeah. at that time. We'll, we'll, we'll spin around. I'll see. I'll see. But you kind of waste more gas looking for gas stations now <laughs> than just sitting in a goddamn line. But hey, man. All right. What would you do? The work edition. The work edition. I thought about these recently. Maybe we can add some to this, but I only got like four of them. So let's see. Let's see what we can do here. <clears throat> All right. What would you do if you caught? All right. Let's say. Let's say you have a coworker, y'all hit it off, y'all best friends. That's your work buddy. Cool. What would you do if you caught your friend stealing on the job? This is your best friend. This is your man. It's like if me and Rod, Rod, what would you do if you caught me stealing? My manager. You are a sales associate. Hey, don't get caught, King. Hey, bro. You ass get caught. I'm snitching. But so so I don't lose my job. But uh hey man, grab me some shit too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For this job. <laughs> that, what, what you doing? Hey, I shit, I seen it. I seen that before. I mean, I don't hey, just don't get caught. Yeah. I mean we can you do like damn manager? oh you, you took those shoe cleaners? I mean, so what the fuck? Manager. <laughs> yeah, like, what am I? Like, what is that going to do for me? You get fired and now I don't have a friend. Like, uh, who the fuck cares? Like, <laughs> has that? Oh, well, Denzel said he's dealt with that before. I've kind of had that situation happen at Foot Locker. And it was kind of like, I, don't, I think it was before Rod. I think it was like right before Rod. Cause I don't think Rod was there. Mm. But like, it was in that same Foot Locker, the, the Southland Mall Foot Locker. I was in the back. And this one, Raquel was there and Phil was there and all that. And I was like, I was looking for like some Harachis. I'm like, damn, like we're missing a 10 and a half in this one. I was like, damn, we're missing a 10 and a half in this one too. This one we had the scanners too. So I was scanning shit. I was like, damn, it says we have a 10 and a half here, a 10 and a half in this color, a 10 and a half in these Jordans, 10 and a half over here. I'm like, damn, all these shoes are missing the same size. And the stock guy at the time. You're talking about, you're like, talking about Joel? Joel, yeah, 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 Joel. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, Were you there yeah, for that? Nah, but there. Charles told me the story. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, bro, all yeah. these sizes are missing, and this man keeps coming in with these fresh-ass shoes. I'm like, so I asked him one day, I was like, yo, where you got those uh, navy blue Harachis? He's like, oh, they're a gift from like my uncle or whatever. I'm like, I'm like look, Raquel, I'm not going to say nothing, but I feel like a 10 and a half is missing in all these shoes, bro, and something has to be going on. I'm not going to say who I think it is. But something has to be going on. She was like, who wears a 10 and a half in here? I was like, just pay attention. There's not too many 10 and a halves in here because I don't wear no damn 10 and a half. Rod doesn't wear no 10 and a half. Charles doesn't wear no 10 and a half. There's somebody in here that wears a 10 and a half. I'm not going to say nothing. So she looked around. She was like, okay, I'm putting two and two together. It's Joel. I was like, all right, babe. So I left it at that. I went on vacation. I remember this because I was with Caitlin. We went to fucking Orlando and I was gone for like a week. She calls me in my in the middle of my vacation. She's like, Joel got fired. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> that was fast as fuck. She was like, yeah, the lady came by. I forgot her name. The, the Grim Reaper lady. Leslie? Leslie, the Grim Reaper. Yeah, I <laughs> know about Leslie. <laughs> she came through, looked at all the transactions, or looked at all the camera footage. He admitted to it, and that was it. He dipped. He was supposed to give the shoes back, never did. He was a cool person. I was cool with him. And I was just like, bro, like, how the fuck? 
like low key that is low key disrespectful. Like we, I like, I want to say I got him there, but like he was at the kids for locker at Southland Mall when Raquel asked me, "Who do you want to take from here?" Because I'm taking you. Like, who else should we take? I was like, "Take Phil and take Joel." Joel, I was like, "Take them both because we're gonna need them over there." Because Southland Foot Locker was a shit show. I was like, "Just take them." And then I was training him and all of that, and I was like, "Bro, you gonna like low key?" I found that disrespectful. I was like, "Bro, this man really gonna steal like." After all this shit we rigged up for you so you could be here and I'm sitting here going down my way to train you and give you advice and tell you all this shit and you gonna steal. I was like, bro, that's low key kind of disrespectful. Like I'm not gonna lie. Now there's no hard feelings, fuck it, because I don't even work there no more. I think I follow him on Instagram still. He follows me and like cool, whatever. Like but like low key at the time I felt disrespected. I was like, damn, bro, like I really went out my way for this man. And I think he's a lot older than me. A lot older because I think at the time I was like 22, 23, I want to say 22, like 22. He was like 25, 26, I think. So I was like, I'm like, this low key disrespectful. Like, my ego, I was like, yeah, this low key disrespectful. You just disrespected the fuck out of me. Like, but it's water under the bridge now. Fuck or kill. <laughs> Damn, the name dropped her and everything. Um, Damn. but has there been a situation after that, after I left? Like that or no? No, nah, I don't think anybody else was stealing. And if it was, it was just like, well, it's, it's not stealing, but it's like when shit's pennied out and it's like, bro, you want this? Take it. And I was like, all right, cool. Oh, yeah, that's, that's nothing. Yeah, okay. so. Then there was no story for that. that. Um, uh, yeah, like one of my. <laughs> I ain't go. Nah, I ain't gonna say too much because I still work there. I don't get nobody in trouble. But basically. Yeah, uh, okay. Ain't nobody watching this podcast, someone come man. In, someone will come in. Let's just say they come in. They'll be like, oh, you got some, uh, y'all got the, uh, taco seasoning? Oh, they're right in her purse like a gangster. I was like, okay. Camera's right there. Be like, okay. She be taking shit. <laughs> like, you, you G, you G'd up, cause I've been working <laughs> at Walgreens for oh, going on three years. I ain't never touched nothing in there that ain't mine. I ain't touch. I ain't touch, I, ain't touch, I, ain't touch, I don't got to. Like, I get paid. Like they pay me enough. So like, I have no reason to. Like, I ain't never fucking hungry. I ain't never like want hurting for shit. So maybe in my Dollar Tree days, I can understand. But like now, it's like I don't have. Yeah, to. yeah. Dollar Tree days, I definitely would have caught me something there too. Oh, oh, Dollar yeah. Tree. Dollar Tree is probably like. Yeah, that sometimes like you know shit. you had to grab thing of chips below me too. Like uh, zero, uh, zeroing this out. Like, like yeah, I think there's a hole in it. Just eating that shit. <laughs> Much. <laughs> I think there's a hole in it. <laughs> yeah, it's about to be a hole in this shit in a second. What'd you say? No, nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm just, I'm just, just zeroing it out. You no got crumbs in your mouth. No Dollar Tree I've been to has been the slightest presentable. I'm not going to lie. That shit just looks like shit every time I walk in that bitch. And I'll walk in that bitch different weeks and it's the same shit on the same fucking shows i'm like they don't fucking restock none of this shit i remember my ex was like yeah we could get like a lot of shit here i'm like no the fuck you know how old some of this shit probably is like none of this shit look like it get recycled like this shit just look like it just sits there and just molds the fuck up you do gotta check the expiration date but when i was working there like they they, they moved it it's just that some things like people didn't touch like the fucking the like the the milk that we sell, well not we, cause I don't want that bitch no more. But that carton milk, that yeah. shit open and then it starts like going away. But last few year that, what what should call it milk? I don't know what to call it, but it's in a carton. It's not in a uh, 
and the gallon yeah, of in the fridge. It's like it's like yeah. yeah, it's not in a fridge. It's just in a carton. But uh, yeah, nobody ever buys some shits. And then when people buy them, like nine times out of ten, they be like, "Oh, this is expired." I was like, "No one ever fucking buys those shits." God damn. <laughs> no one bro. ever buys those shits. It'd be some old lady like, "Yeah." Shut this shit down. <laughs> Like I took a sip and it tasted horrible. And then I checked the date and it's it says twenty seventeen and it's twenty nineteen. I was like, well, shit. No one ever buys them. Got, that shit should have got fined and shut the fuck down. Yeah, health health inspector, yep. No one buys them. Right, damn. Like, like normally, if I'm working on a certain section, I'll check the expiration date just to make sure that don't happen. But like that particular section, like I don't work that section, so it's like. I couldn't be the one to like save like the customers from that shit. Like someone else worked it. Yeah. As I suspected, he wasn't really doing shit. He's doing whatever he wanted to do and just doing other shit. Cause they have dead. you juggling all this. Uh, that's the name of dollar shit. They help have you juggle all these different aisles to fix and all that. And they'd be like, you got four hours to do this shit. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's 13 aisles in the back. And they'd be like, yeah, we need six of these done in four hours. But you got to do the whole aisle. Like, you got to face the whole aisle. You got to get anything that doesn't belong in any aisle, put it in a cart, and then you need to work that all um, at the end of it within four hours. So it's like, not only do I got to do six aisles, I got to get anything that don't belong in the six aisles, put it in the cart. Cart going to be big as fuck. Might be two carts. Then I got to uh, put that shit up before I leave. So then you got to micromanage even more. So it's like, what you're really telling me is, do two aisles, fill up two carts, finish those two carts, and then it's time to go because it's, that's all it's getting done. Uh, for hell no. They be, they be no. wilding. So it's like, I'm yeah. not even mad at Buddy for that because it's like, that's what they do. So it's like, that's probably why yeah. he never got to it. So it's just like, some hey, shit. Man. The next one. What would you do? Let's say we, we all sales associates in our respective jobs. We see that our manager... It's trying to make a move on this this new hire that's a minor. Like he really trying to, you know what I'm saying, do some shit with that. What would you do as a sales associate? Would you not bat an eye? Would you, you know what I'm saying? Would you be like, you know what? I'm calling fucking HR on your bitch ass. I don't like you the fuck anyways, bitch. You didn't let me have that one weekend off? Fuck you. It depends on your relationship with the manager. <laughs> Yeah, because if I'm cool with him, which I've seen this plenty of times, too, that's fucking that's sucks. That's, that's why I asked it. Yeah, I mean, if I'm cool with the manager, I'd be like, hey, bro, like, you need to step off a little bit. Like, Out of all the people, you're going to go for the, the fresh new hire that's, like, still a, a fucking a minor that's not even 18 yet, fucking yeah. just turned 17 a few months ago. Like, bro, relax. Chill vibe but yeah but like if i don't know him if i don't if i'm not cool with him or like okay so i'm cool with the new hire i tell the new hire too like don't be messing around with someone so like that's an adult like for real you can really get them in trouble now i would tell the dude like bro i talked to so-and-so because I, I have no reason to lie to a guy like i'd be yeah. like i talked to so-and-so about it like it's not really my business but you need to, you need to chill out because this shit is a bad look for you for real yeah now if I don't fuck with them, like if I don't know, so I might just mind my business. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I might mind my business, but because I've never had to call HR for some shit. Yeah, like I never had. Like I usually would take it into my own hands. Because why am I gonna get a whole investigation started? Them coming in the store, taking up time, going on camera shit. Like then, like the workload falls on me. It's just like, bro, if we have an issue, I'd rather us settle it. We're adults. You know what I mean? It's it's only yeah. if it really gets out of hand and it's escalating that we need to call HR. But 
I don't know why managers and shit do that anyway. Like that shit is weird. Like y'all, like why are y'all going for manage for minors? It's different if like you hire somebody that's attractive. I mean, even then, that's still like a little bit strange. But if you hire somebody that's attractive and you like interested in them, that's fair game because you're around them the majority of the time. Even though people say that you shouldn't like shit where you eat, you know, like you shouldn't have relationships with people at work because like that's where you work. That's where you make your bread. Yeah. So. But, like, if you see them all the time and you're single, like, I would understand why it's like, okay, I talk to this person, we bond a little bit, they're kind of attractive, like, maybe we want to take them out on a date, and then maybe we can do something. Maybe we're just interested, we're just interested in being physical. We can just do that. Yeah. We're adults, you should be able to do that, too. But the minor thing is, like, nah, that's dead. Yeah. What about you, Denzel? I never really came across that, because most of my working time has been uh, at Dollar Tree and you got to be 18 to work there so I never really encountered oh, okay. that. So you never yeah. really had that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Most of the people that work come and work there are usually older than me at the time coming up. So yeah. Valid. Then, Walgreens, we got like a minor that works there but she's safe. Like I'm me and Kivon. Well, Kivon just got hired probably like a couple weeks ago. We like the only dudes that work there and yeah, so, so you you never really, really been in that limelight. I mean, I've seen it, I've heard stories about it, in in Foot Locker, not so much in Crocs. And Crocs is just like, I mean, we had that one instance that I brought up here, um, but that was like sales associate on sales associate. But like, as far as like Crocs, not nothing, none of that happens. But at Foot Locker, you used to hear that shit all the time. I can name a couple of people that used to be like, but I'm not, I'm not. But I think. Now, like, air it out. Back then, back air then, I out, just fuck it. Air them out. Fuck spot. it. Hey, Matt, <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> yeah, Matt was definitely yeah. one of those, bro. And and Joseph, don't get it twisted. But I don't, hey, I don't know who Joseph is, though. You don't know who Joseph is? Fuck. He that to do with was... the long black hair? I I guess he had long. He black wore vans hair. all the time. No, that's somebody else. Nah, Charles knows uh, Joseph, but um, I think now I would be like, yo, like this shit, like nah, like me being in, in management now, like at this age, at this young age, um, I'll you know, we'd be like, look, man, we gotta, we gotta talk about this, man, because this shit, this shit, a little rocky. Either she gotta go to another store or whatever, like, cause you, it's already fucked up that you trying to talk to a minor. You feel what I'm saying? But, like, y'all both work in the same spot. So now, like, she's getting more hours than everybody else. You're trying to give her all this special treatment. It's like, yeah, I did this shit, bro. Or you got to talk to somebody else. You got to get the DM here or whatever. I am about to be, like, uncomfortable or, like, I got to be, like, okay. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you ain't about to ruin this work environment. Like, we got to talk to somebody. You feel what I'm saying? I don't have to deal with that now. And I think... I, hopefully, I don't have to deal with that shit. Period anymore. But you know, we're we're in a cool space at work now. Um, the last work one. What if your what would you do if your manager, your manager, bad as shit? Let's say she's bad as fuck, baddie, single, no no baggage, but trying to make the moves on you at your age now. Like she's she trying to make fucking the moves that break you. room off camera. The fuck you talking about? Pipe down the fuck. 
Okay, I'm, I'm not doing all of that. But if I was single. On the table. Still on the break table. <laughs> on the break table. You can pipe down. Like the, like the hell? Like the bus where they eat. Like, like, yeah, this yeah. man, she gonna have splinters all in her back. Like, like yeah, we about to, yeah, we closing up. Like, <laughs> we closing yeah. together. It's gonna be a long, we have an overnight. But I set me in such and such <laughs> over the overnight. Yep. <laughs> yep. This man get tweaking, that work bro. Done like adults, we gonna get our work done like adults. But as soon as that work done, are we got time to blow. Yes. You doing it on like, the clock like, no, or off the clock? On the fucking clock. I'm getting paid to clap them cheeks. The fuck? I'm getting paid. She getting piped down on the break table. Oh my god. <laughs> I think it's the most the savage table. I ever heard this man. Yeah, bro. I'm like, yeah. Close the door. Lock that shit just in case anyone wanna do a late night checkout and I'm clapping your cheeks. I'm dead. I'm gonna make love on this table. The fuck? I'm sick. And money. Um, yeah, no, nah, I'll, I'll wait. I mean, I'll, I'll do it the right way. Like we gonna, I want to see you outside of work first of all, like in clothes, like in your in your personal clothes. You know, your personal attire. We gonna do this the right way. That's how I would do it. But I would, I would definitely yeah. go for it. like what you have nothing to lose. Like what the fuck? Why would you, yeah, you not? Have nothing to lose as a sales associate. You have nothing to lose. You might as well take it, King. Cause guess what? Guess what? They gonna fire first. Her ass, not you. Or his ass. Or his ass if it's the, you know, we flipping it. If you're a girl sales associate, yo, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, milk that man for his check. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Go ahead, queen. I salute you. But you gotta, but, gotta, but, but cool Milking. accordingly. Air quote, though. <laughs> nah, I, 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 I'm about to get to say Nah, let it go, let it go, let it ride, let it ride. You, let quit, ride. you quit before the investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Milk him for his money, but before he, but to milk him for his money, you gotta milk him first. So keep that in mind. You know, you got the opposite end of the spectrum. Dead, That's bro. how that shit. Works. That's literally what I said. I was like, literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, so, I'm like, I'm getting more hours. Fuck, is you talking about? I'm getting in that. We getting in that. Give me my hours too. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. Get that raise too while you at it. Raise that shit up to 18 real yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me take an hour break. You feel what I'm saying? Off the clock. You Actually, come saying? to the car with me. We can have uh, <laughs> that top Dinner off. For two. That, that mercy in the car. <laughs> top of you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> All right, man. I got one more. I got one more. This is not a work one, though. One more, and then we got a dip. Or at least I got a dip. Um, what would you do if you asked this girl out Girl, you've been pursuing for a while now. You ask her out on a first date, and she says, I want to bring my friend to this first date for my safety. What would you do? Are you still going on that date? Or... I, tell her, I was like, then I'm um, sorry for wasting your time. See you later. Because why the f- I'll let her come. Like, I'm not, I can see, like, I can I see Denzel's perspective on this though. I can like, see I'm it. Not doing all that extra shit. I, I can kind of agree with, with Denzel. I can kind of agree with Denzel here. But right, you would so you will go on the date still. Yeah, I mean, why not? It's, now I have two bitches on the date with me, as opposed to just one. I I can see Denzel's perspective because if you're pursuing for this girl, if you're pursuing this girl for a long time, why would you not feel safe? Like, why would you even agree to the date if you don't feel safe? You feel what I'm saying? Like we've been talking for a month and a half or whatever, weeks, and we talk every day, FaceTime, phone calls, all that. 
why what did i do to give you the impression that this first date won't be a safe space for for you you feel what i'm saying i can i can understand that and i can also see you just going on the date anyways and saying fuck it but like mm-hmm. when you look back on the first date let's say this shit goes years in when you look back on the first day you'd be like damn like was it really that special because it was my fucking best friend who i'm not even friends with now was there the whole time or you know what i'm saying like it kind of takes away from the first date as well now i can get it I, I get it i've never been in this position though but i can understand you know both sides of the spectrum on this what would you do i mean i've never been told like i've never even heard that i mean i think that's just like a thing now like it's just recently got um i'm not gonna say popular but recently became a thing like oh for my safety i'm gonna have like another person because i feel like like four or five six years ago like that wasn't happening like when yeah you know we were really starting to like pursue people but um personally like if i like her and uh like we're talking i'm starting to get to know her like our personalities are kind of clicking a little bit and we we going get ready to go on a date and she's like, I'm going to bring my friend for my safety. What I'm thinking personally is like, I'm not going to take it personal. I'm just thinking about what her past was like. Maybe yeah. some stuff has happened to her. She has some trauma. She has some baggage that she just hasn't opened up to me about. You know, I've only been talking to her for a month or two. So I won't take it personally, especially if it's like a lot of cool things to do around. And like, I'm really feeling her. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hear it out because I mean, for what I know, it could be a sign of like I trust you. Uh, I just want like my girlfriend to get to know you, like get to know like where we are. Like maybe she'll come for like the first five ten minutes and then leave and be like, "Hey, like you need me, like let me know." Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't think she'll be there for the whole thing because I don't think any adults are like really doing that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, but if she did stay there, I do agree with what you said too when you said that it might take away from the date, like me getting to actually know her, because yeah. now. She's got to order food too, and I know who the fuck is paying for her. Like I'm not. And then, also, I'm trying to get to know her, not her friend. Yeah. Unless she comes with her friend, and like for some reason her her friend is bad. And then, like I said, then it's like you got two girls here. So. What would you do if the friend was better than the girl you initially asked out on a date? You got to be strategic, but you gonna have to shift your focus. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to shift your focus for real. Yeah, because, I mean, that's the case. I mean, she's still attractive, but the other one's a little better. What if that's the test? Why would that be a test? Why would that be a test? (laughs) That's why I said you got to be strategic, bro. You got to play your cards right. I don't know if y'all play poker, but... That sounds like a setup. Right. That sounds like a setup. That's all. That's just me. That's just me in my mindset. Y'all think of like the friend batter. I was like, don't you think she know that? Like she's not blind. No. Like she knows. No. Like girls no, she don't. deep down. They don't know. So- they don't know. If they all attractive, if they all attractive, they don't know. They don't be knowing. They just all like hype each other up. They're not like, oh yeah, like this bitch looks way better than me because they all getting. They, they're not they gonna say that attention. shit out loud, but they know. Nah, they don't know because they all okay. like I said. All right. They all getting their own attention. So. Okay. Excuse me. And, and just like and just they like all getting their own else, attention. So if they all getting attention, they think they're shit. all tens. They don't think they're like, oh, I'm I'm a ten that's not as good looking as my friend that's a hey, ten. Right. They all no, think I, I, this. I, I, right. If I try to pursue somebody, right, I'm not bringing you on a fucking date. Why the fuck would I bring you on a date? You're not gonna one up me with your big ass body and shit. Why the fuck would I bring you? Like like wait it's wait like, wait wait, wait Why would I bring you? You talking about me? Yeah. Yeah. It's that simple. Like why would like let's say I'm on a date like. 
Yeah. Um, I bring my girlfriend. I'll really like, bring my nigga. I'm like, I'll bring Rod. Nigga. I don't think, yeah. that, I don't think yeah. that, that argument's really valid, though, because there's more instances of guys doing shit to girls on these dates than the other way. Yeah. No, I bro. mean, all right, look, look. If it's a double date. I get, you... I get it. I get it. You wouldn't bring Rod on the first date like, at all. Like, I wouldn't, <laughs> if... I wouldn't bring y'all on the first date either. He was rocking. I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, that's that's different. That's different for us. Like, it'd be weird yeah. if, if one of us were to do it. But if it's like a double date, I'm not gonna be like, "Hey, I'm not gonna take Denzel because he's gonna steal my date." Like, yeah, what the no. fuck? I'm not gonna do, like. I know if nigga, if I look good and I'm getting attention, I'm not worried about how this next man look. It's just not yeah, what it no. is, you know. That's what, and for the girls, I think that's like how it is for for real. Because if they all attracted, they all getting attention from men. Then they yeah. they they head is up, like their their but ego is up there. Here's the difference though: women want what they can't have. Nah, I oh definitely dealt with a girl last year. They'll see you. They'll see like, you with your friend and be like, "Oh, oh, she gave him all his attention, but not me." Like, come on now, come on. Nah, now. let's, I, let's yeah, not play it. On. Like, like let's not if, play if it. If the girl, if the girl that you're going on a date with considers herself a ten, and her friends are a ten, she's not gonna look at her friend no type of way. I've dealt with a girl like this. I was like, what do you rate yourself as a joke? Oh, because she's seen the fucking podcast episode of us rating people. And she was like, oh, I was like, what do you rate yourself? She was like, oh, um, Can't you I'm a 10. And I was like, okay, what do you rate? She was like, yeah, all my friends are 10s too. Like, we're all 10s. I was like, you got it. <laughs> you definitely, you, I mean, low key, she kind of was like, she wasn't average. She wasn't average. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know, you you got it, you got it. I can see it. You got it, twenty twenty three. You got it. Let's get shirts. She she definitely she definitely was. I'm blocked now, but she definitely was <laughs> a nine. I'm not. She was an upper nine. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So she said, "I'm it. blocked now," but she she now, definitely was. A... It's all love. It's all love. It's oh, all shit. love to all the women shame. I dealt with before. It's all. It's all love. It's all. No, love. it ain't. It no, is. it ain't. No, I have shame. no place. I have no place of hate or dis distaste, dislike. Y'all got it. If I see them, if I see them in person, if I ever see, come across them, I'm be like, "Yo, what's good?" You feel what I'm saying? Like, how you doing? I'm not gonna be a dick and just walk by with this fucking resentment and hate. Like some my like some Myron shit. I'm not gonna do that. I want you know, like how you doing? Good, cool, nice, nice to see you. You feel what I'm saying? And we we out this bitch. He said like hey. some some who shit. Some Myron danger, shit. danger. Hey man, that was episode 61 of the Just the Guys podcast. We gotta wrap this shit. I gotta <laughs> go. He played some out of pocket shit. Y'all ain't gonna hear it though. I'm gonna have to cut that shit too. Actually, in the audio. Um, when y'all watching this, y'all part of the guys too, man. New videos coming soon. Check out the old videos. We got a bunch of gaming tier list shit. We're gonna do plenty more. I don't know what the next video is gonna be. Um, but like, comment, subscribe as always, man. It's been your guys, your three kings. We're still subtracting one. I don't know where the fuck he's at. He might be in the next episode. He might be in the next next episode. But soon, Rod's not gonna be here for two episodes. Just mm-hmm. kind of a, a forewarning. I don't know what we're gonna do as a replacement for Rod. Probably scoop somebody. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. It'll be just the guys plus one, plus two. We'll probably try to have as many guests as we can. Hopefully Devin's back by then. But hey, man, it's been you guys, Denzel, Rod, and myself, Terrell, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>